life. Caterpillar to a butterfly. It's green and growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. And you're here for an entertaining Saturday morning. Good morning to you, Ashley Frasca. Green and Growing is live now on 95.5 WSB. It's tough to wake up this morning. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's really chilly outside. It was a busy, a very long but productive week. And I hope you are just easing into your Saturday morning. So if you follow me on social media, you know that I've been promoting trees all week long. Georgia's Arbor Day was yesterday. But there's a lot of local communities and things around the city that are celebrating and honoring Arbor Day all weekend long. So for some of those events, you can get out now that it's finally stopped raining. Get out and go enjoy some things in your local community. Take the family out. I know the kids are probably driving you crazy, those of you who have had this uh, winter break all this past week. Go to my Facebook page. Just look up Green and Growing WSB and you'll see a schedule of events there put together by the Georgia Forestry Commission. So it's been a good week. I want to thank Pike Nursery. I was able to be off on Wednesday from my radio job so I didn't have to wake up at 2.45 in the morning and come into the traffic center. Pike Nursery has their Learn to Grow seminars yearly. It used to be, I think, a Pike Knowledge Fair, but nevertheless, it's for their employees kind of uh, re-educating them and, and helping them learn some new things and meet some of the vendors. So I did that all day on Wednesday from like 8 to 3.30, and we had a lunch break, and it was a lot of fun. So if any of you were looking to shop at the uh, Pike Nursery in Marietta off Roswell Road, and it was closed on Wednesday and Thursday, that was why. That's where we were. And I learned a lot, so I'm hoping over time to bring all of you a lot of the knowledge that I'm just gathering from all kinds of places, and I'm starting my Master Gardener classes and things like that. So I also, just along the way, want to hear from you and what you do to do continuing education and how you learn, whether you're teaching yourself things in the garden, whether you're part of a garden club and you all share knowledge with each other. I would love to know that kind of thing. 404-872-0750. One of the groups, upon Walter's retirement announcement, one of the groups that reached out to me that I have just had a fantastic relationship in a matter of a month, really. It's been a short period of time. But uh, Stacia Kelly with the Georgia Forestry Commission reached out to me. She was one of the first to congratulate me on the announcement of the new show of Green and Growing, knowing that it was going to start February 1st. And I have really gotten to know and just love Georgia Arborist Association, folks with the Georgia Forestry Commission. I met with them back in January, met a large group of certified Georgia Arborists, and I am learning a lot from those folks. So a lot of the content you'll hear in today's show I've gotten from the Georgia Forestry Commission, and I held on to it until this weekend with yesterday being uh, Georgia Arbor Day, which is different than throughout the country. States nationwide, Arbor Day, I think, is usually like in April. But for Georgia, it's a little early because any time from November to maybe March is ideal for planting trees here in Georgia just because it gives, you know, the trees roots time to establish and all of that before the heat of the summer. So keep that in mind. We're going to be talking about trees and your health how they make you healthier, what they do for your life, and also tree growth requirements, kind of the things that they need. So if you have ever wanted to plant a tree or learn a little more about trees, I think I'm going to have you covered until 9 o'clock. Plus, I'll have Joe Burgess in the 8 o'clock hour. If you're still with us from 8 to 9, Joe Burgess is a certified arborist with the Georgia Forestry Commission, and he'll be taking all of your tree questions. If you have any unhealthy trees or trees you're concerned about, the 8 o'clock hour is going to be great for you to call, and you can call now, 404 872 
800-242-0750. Down to Griffin, Georgia. Good morning, Nicole. How are you? Ashley, how are you doing? I'm, I'm a little chilly, but I'm really good. How about you? Oh, fine. I'm fine. I went to uh, Indian Spring yesterday to see how uh, much water. Oh, you should see that. How uh, powerful water can be. You know, Indian Spring, you have a big rock, you know, in in middle of summer, you can sit on the rock mm-hmm. and put your two feet in the water, but not yesterday. Very, very powerful. Because they have to release uh, from, from the lake, they have to release the water. Right. Oh, it's just incredible. It can move. It can move mountains. So that's but, south of Jackson, Georgia, right? Yes, uh, between the Jackson and Fluvala. And in the back of the uh, uh, spring, there is a garden, but botanical garden. And this garden is built uh, not 45 degrees, but... Um, it, it just it's built on big rock, oh, and neat. it's a, yeah, it's a challenge because uh, they have <clears throat> to fill those rock, and they have a lot of raised bed, and uh, in the back of it they have a new place you can have a wedding event, and uh, they build the playground for the kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, just big helicopter and bulldozer, and it is so neat for the kids. Wow. You know? Indian... It is huge. It is huge. All right. Indian Springs State Park, and I know that they have a campground as well, and I am telling you, we were ready to bring the travel trailer out, and I'm getting the itch to go camping. So, thanks for the suggestion. That may be a new place I'd check out. And it was chilly yesterday, so you bundled up, I guess, when you went, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I went to get my water, you know, from the spring. Mm-hmm. And this water, it's real thing because in summertime it's really cold, but in this time of the year the water is all, almost warm. So you know it comes from deep. And um, So what does is, what is spring water do for you, Nicole? Why do you get it? Well, I, I'm not uh, 100%, but I think it's got more mineral than the water from Griffin or from any uh, city and town. I compare this water to Canada water because the water over there, they have a lot of mineral and because uh, we have a lot of river and the rocks and you can tell the difference big time even when you you take your bath in Canada and your bath here Hmm. and when you wash your hair, the mineral inside just clean your skin um, more deeply. Because here, think about it, it's all recycled water right. because they clean and, and go back. But the but the water from the spring, there's a lot of mineral. It's sulfur that we need a little sulfur in our, in our body, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, too much sulfur is no good either. But you let the... The water sits for a day or two, and uh, the sulfur go uh, go away. You know, but I think it's uh, to me. I've been drinking this water for thirty five years. Wow! Yeah, yeah, and you're pretty healthy. I've met you. I know you. You're pretty healthy, so you're doing something right. Well, hey, Nicole, I got to ask you since we're kind of themed around Arbor Day and there's events going on this weekend. What's your thought on planting trees? How many of you planted? Is that something you're pretty good at? Oh. See, uh, oh, I plant a lot of trees. The main thing you have is like a baby. You give them a good start, okay? Mm-hmm. And they, you're going to see them growing. But if you do the wrong thing, you're going to have to suffer this, this tree until you die if you stay at the same place, you know. Mm-hmm. If you don't do the right thing first, 
this tree is going to as good as a tree can be or bad as a tree can be. You're going to break your heart because you're going to have to trim limb and they're going to fall. And it's, it's just tree are really important. Give them the best. Give them, and sometimes give them water. That's your first investment. Yes, I, I totally agree with you. If you're going to spend the money, and Walter and I are going to get into the differences too, bald and burlapped versus potted versus bare root trees. But you're right. If you're going to spend the money on that investment, it's something you need to do right from the beginning. Well, Nicole, I'm glad you brought up Indian Springs. There was something else. You know, now that the weather's warming up and hopefully we're going to be rain-free for a little while, that was cool. You were able to get out and do that yesterday. And I've been meaning to tell folks, you've heard of Gibbs Gardens, right? That's up in the ball ground area. Oh, I heard, but I've never been there. It's okay, a big so place too. we need to go. Yes, Gibbs Gardens is beautiful. It's up in Ball Ground near the Cherokee Forsyth County line. You could go to Indian Springs like Nicole did yesterday if you're ready to get out. And they also have Daffodil Color Fest, and they do this every year. Acres and acres at Gibbs Gardens of daffodils uh, now through like April 12th is when you can really see them, you know, flushing out in different cycles. Doesn't that sound beautiful? I mean, that is spring. That is Easter to me, right? Oh, big time. They yes. must have so different, many kind. I have a lot of variety, but I bet those are just, I mean, just oh, incredible this yeah. time of year. Yeah, acres and acres of the yellow and the soft whites and the yellow and white mix. So, well, Nicole, thanks for always giving us great ideas. I'm going to let you run, but have a good weekend and stay warm. And there you go. All right. We'll talk to you real soon. 404-872-0750. You know, Nicole talking about the spring water and things like that. Trees and your health. I kind of wanted to go in that direction and share with you some things that I've learned. We've got so many wonderful green spaces here throughout Metro Atlanta, Piedmont Park, right in the heart of the city. But there's so many new parks and things that are in your areas that your counties and your commissions, your county commission boards are, you know, really spending money and energy to make more green green spaces and parks. So that's really something you need to go out and enjoy and your tax dollars pay for it this spring, this summer. So what can trees do for your health? Pretty much head to toe, taking care of your mind. That's the first thing. It makes kids more relaxed and more attentive. Think about it. If we're in a green space in a natural environment, I go back to my college days when I was on the North Quad up in uh, at the University of Georgia in Athens. You're sitting under a tree studying just relaxation and the sense of security it provides you. Green spaces, they promote an, an active outdoor lifestyle, so you take more steps. You breathe better air. You know, you're, you're maybe out there doing yoga or out there at the dog park. Next is lungs. Trees absorb pollutants, so that makes all of our air quality much better to breathe. And it gets you away from the city, you know, air as well if you're kind of out in a green space, out in a park. It's good for your heart because you all know being relaxed and being stress-free, that can lower your blood pressure. Who doesn't want to do that? Next, your stomach. You think about trees and your stomach, that's kind of a stretch, but the nutrition they provide. They provide fruits and nuts and sources of antioxidants and calcium and vitamins from a lot of the things that are grown on trees. Think about that. And finally, your skin, that, you know, a good tree canopy, which we'll get into that in a little while when we talk to some guests from Georgia Power, the Tree canopy in Georgia is wonderful. It's very high. That means we have a lot of good coverage. That reduces the exposure to harmful UV rays 
And canopies can often lower temperatures by like 20 degrees Fahrenheit. So that may keep the city a little cooler. All right. So we're coming up on 618. We do have to hop out, check traffic and weather, and we'll get to your calls here next on Green and Growing. You're listening to 95.5 WSB. It's Scott Slade. Did you know you can listen to Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca on Saturday mornings on your smart speaker? And me too, weekday mornings. Just tell your smart speaker, play 95.5 WSB. And we're on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's news and talk. Here's Ashley. Jason and Justin, can you believe like I did a pageant to this song? All, all this song makes me think of is like gracefully walking around on stage. It was so cheesy. All right, that's a part of about my life you didn't need to know. All right, I want to give you a weather update brought to you by Finley Roofing. You're waking up and it is really chilly. It's like hovering around 30 degrees in some spots around Metro Atlanta, but it is going to be mostly sunny today. We're going to have a warm up 55, lows around freezing tonight. So keep that in mind. And tomorrow, 0% chance of rain, but increasing clouds throughout the afternoon. High ekes up a little bit to the upper 50s and lows around 43. And the rain is back on Monday. So you got to stay tuned for Kirk Mellish's forecast here on 95.5 WS. Green and Growing Growing with Ashley Frasca. Here's your garden to-do list this week. So this is one of the things about the show that I was really excited about and really proud of, just keeping things very basic and very simple for people like me, who, yes, they garden, yes, they enjoy being outside, but sometimes can get a little overwhelmed, okay? We're not all, you know, we don't have all this time to garden. If, if we did, the world would be a beautiful, beautiful place. But some weekends, you just got to get done what you get done. So that's why we bring you a garden to-do list. So three very basic things that you can get out and take care of this weekend. Like I said yesterday, it was Georgia Arbor Day, but we're cel- celebrating it all weekend long. So get out there and plant a tree. You can plant many of them. We're going to have a certified arborist in studio in the last hour, eight to nine. We're going to go over the basics of how to plant a tree. Walter and I coming up at 630 will be talking about uh, advantages of bald and burlapped versus buying them in a pot versus buying a bare root. That's not as common, but that's certainly doable as well. Thing number two, I feel like a Dr. Seuss cartoon. Thing number two, tidy things up with two to three inches layer mulch that acts as a blanket to protect the plant roots. It helps the soil retain moisture, which Lord knows we don't need to do that right now. It's already wet enough. And it prevents weeds too. So as you're starting to think about blowing those leaves, tidying up the lawn, you know, some of your fescues or, you know, your fescue grass is really green right now. And you're starting to see a lot of things green up. So that's kind of maybe something you'll want to do. Lay down some mulch to make things look pretty. And finally, reduce the size of your butterfly bush. For those of you who don't know what a butterfly bush is, it attracts butterflies and hummingbirds, yeah. So it's got long stalks. It is kind of bushy, but light leaves, light green leaves, and like purple conical kind of blooms that just are really attractive to pollinators. So now would be the time to reduce the size of that by two-thirds to one-half, and that's going to encourage new growth and big blooms this summer, so something to keep in mind. 404-872-0750. Peg and Tucker, good morning. Good morning, Ashley. What can we do for you this morning, Miss Peg? Well, you're talking about growing trees and planting trees. I was over at Pike's the other day getting a tree identified. Uh-huh. It's the first one that comes up, uh, blooms in the spring, and it's called a quince. Yes, a flowering quince. It's a quince. beautiful color. Aren't those gorgeous? And now, did you get one? Well, I have one that I was trying to figure out how to take care of. And the lady helped me out a lot, and she explained the different varieties. So I didn't get one then. I'm kind of on a budget, 
And I did want to offer to any of your listeners who are on a budget, if they want to plant a tree, they can come over to my yard and get an acorn. <laughs> and they'll have their very own oak tree, won't they? <laughs> Start from seed. That's right. And that is kind of cool to watch that happen. Well, so Peg, also I can recommend to you, I mean, Pike Nursery is a great place to get a tree, as we all know, but they have a lifetime guarantee on trees and shrubs. So if you mess it up, if some, you know, freak of nature happens to the tree, that's kind of an insurance policy for you. But today, when you go to my Facebook page, Green and Growing WSB, there may be Tucker, there may be Shambly, there may be Doraville, areas near you that are giving away saplings. Some of the local extension offices or just garden clubs and things like that could be giving away different saplings. I mean, Quince is probably going to be hard to come by. But they're beautiful. They're planted, you know, in full sun. And the fruit, have you ever seen the fruit to a Quince? Uh there are two different kinds of quince. One of them has fruit and one of them doesn't. Yeah, one's just flowering and they've got beautiful white flowers, sometimes pink. But for those of you who plant quince for the fruit, it's like a really ugly, misshapen lemon, almost, you know, like a pear and a lemon kind of crossed together is what it looks like. But yeah, Peg, you think on it and you let us know. Now, have you planted trees in your landscape before, though? I have. So you'd consider yourself pretty knowledgeable on how to do that, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, did they live? Uh, well, one a long time ago lived. It was a Christmas tree. Oh, okay. Very good. Yeah, yeah and it was in burlap. Yep, yep. And yeah. you took the burlap off, right? You and didn't put we, that in the ground. We we dug and dug and dug and dug. Ooh, I hear you. <laughs> but it lived. It lived and it, it grew and it was there forever. Great. Well, hey, Peg, thank you for checking in. I really appreciate you taking the time to call this morning. And thank you, Ashley, for being there. Thanks. Have a great weekend. Now, I want to tell you, coming up this half hour, this next half hour before 7 o'clock, let me give away the weekend prize pack. I'm feeling to do that kind of early today. How about a pair of tickets to see the Beach Boys? Now the music makes sense. February 26th at the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. So if I'm not mistaken, February 26th is like next weekend or next week, this coming week. We've already made it to the end of February, folks. All right, coming up on 629 on 95.5 WSB, Ashley Frasca's Green and Growing. We will be back after news. Stay tuned. It's Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca. Plants, flowers, trees, and stuff. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries. On 95.5 WSB. Walter's Wondering. Walter's Wondering. The definitive questions and answers from WSB's OG garden guru, Walter Reeves. We're back on Green and Growing, and I have my friend Walter Reeves here with me, of course, the Georgia gardener, and we talk things that you've been wondering, or maybe I've been wondering. Or me have been wondering. Yeah, and we're teaching each other. The listeners are learning from it, so just conversations and observations that we're making. One of the things that I have often wondered about, I don't plant a lot of trees, I'll be honest. I do a lot of other planting, yeah. but trees, that's one step that I, I need to mature in. So when you're going to the nursery, you've got trees that are burlapped. Yeah, bald and burlap. They've got a big ball with the burlap on the outside. Yeah, yeah. so that looks all cool, pretty naturey. I like it. 
Or the ones in the big, what would you say, five-gallon pot? Yeah, three to five-gallon pots, black plastic pots, yeah. Yeah, so as a consumer, which one is better for me to buy, or are Mm. they both good but in different ways? I think the latter. They're both good but in different ways. Let's go to the bald and burlap one first. Um, The bald and burlap trees, one thing that I like about them is simply that you can knock the dirt off the roots, and if you're planting in the wintertime, which is usually the time they're for sale and are found in nurseries, you can knock the, most of the soil off the roots with no problem to the tree and see how the root structure is in the, in the root zone. And you can straighten the roots out. You can cut off any, any ones that are kinked up. You can cut away any dead ones and things like that. And then plant it almost bare root and put it in the ground, and they will do fine. In the wintertime, that's a great way to, to plant trees with the ball and burlap method. And one warning or one caveat, I guess we need to say, you never leave the burlap on. I don't care if your landscaper says, oh, this burlap. Oh, yes, they do it all the time because their landscaper says, oh, this burlap is going to rot over five years. It'll be fine. The roots go right through it. Mm -hmm. Don't leave the burlap on. Don't leave the wire cage on. Another thing you can do when you have ball and burlap trees, many times you'll see that there's been um, twine and rope and things wrapped around the base of the tree. It's almost been girdled just to hold it in place. It's been covered by the the soil down there, and so you can examine that too. So then talk about, I think maybe it's easier for a lot of folks buying the trees that are potted yeah. and they can just knock it right out of that three or five gallon pot, throw the pot away and there they go. Yeah. And that's good because remember I said ball and burlap is better done in the wintertime, but potted trees could be planted anytime, summer, winter, fall, spring, we don't care. But the disadvantage of the potted trees is that many times roots have gone around and around and around and around in the pot and they have to be disentangled, which is sort of chore to do. You can wash a lot of the dirt off of it again, doesn't hurt anything, but wash as much as you can off of the roots that are piloted in a black plastic pot. So again, you can untangle them so you can point them in different directions, cut off the ones that are kinked up and make a healthier tree. That's what the tree wants to do. Spread the roots out in every direction they possibly can and not go round and round and round. But trees do not have long, long tap roots. And some people still believe that, oh, yeah, that oak tree's got the tap roots that goes down 20 feet to so the underground springs the Indians used to, <laughs> used to travel through. No, no, no. Tap roots do not exist on big trees. The root system on a tree is more like a pancake. It goes way out from the trunk, usually only 24 inches probably deep is all it does. Is there a name, though, for those main roots that a tree establishes? Like, for example, on an established tree in your landscape, you know, maybe one that's a little more shallow rooted that folks see laying above the ground and they don't want to run over it with a lawnmower. They maybe want to cut it, you know, to smooth things out or be able to do grass in that particular spot or whatever. How do you know which roots are the most important for that tree that you don't want to risk damaging some? Like You don't want to damage any root, I guess. The reason for the roots going above ground many times is simply that you didn't dig a big enough hole, didn't loosen the area around the tree. The roots got to breathe. And so they surface like you would do in a pool when you're swimming, of course. You surface to breathe and go back down again. Roots don't surface and breathe and go back down again. They surface and breathe and say, oh, it's nice up here. I think I'll go along the surface some more and breathe all I want to. And they eventually get bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you hit them with your lawnmower and you say a bad word and uh, your, your lawnmower blade repaired. Best practices then, seeing roots above the ground or say that they're crawling towards your driveway or yeah. your sidewalk. Be really careful when just thinking about lobbing that root off or cutting into it. Yeah, I, the, many of those roots are anchor roots. I mean, mm-hmm. you're not only cutting away the, the nutrition and the water that the root provides to the tree, but that root keeps the tree from falling on your house. So that's uh-huh. why you don't want to cut trees, t- roots on trees 
unless you have some experts there to tell you what is safe and what is not safe to do. And you know where you find those experts? Please tell me. GeorgiaArborist.org. That's exactly right. GeorgiaArborist.org. The Arborist Association in Georgia has lists of ISA certified arborists, tree huggers, people who weep every time they cut into a tree. They're people who give you good ideas and good advice on how to take care of your tree and keep it healthy. GeorgiaArborist.org. Obviously, with tree health and establishing a tree, Walter, in the best conditions possible, we've talked about digging the hole, what the roots need to do or what you don't need to do to the roots, sometimes on a more established tree. Fertilizer and applying fertilizer in the very beginning when you plant a tree, is that really necessary? Unless you have a soil test that says your soil doesn't have any nutrients in it, it's better to leave it alone, not to fertilize the tree when you first plant it, not for the first year, as a matter of fact. Unless you have a soil test that you need some phosphorus or you need some potassium here. We usually have plenty of both in our soil, so it's not a need to fertilize unless you just have a reason to do it. A good source of uh, nutrition and um, health for the tree is to use arborist wood chips. If you've got a tree company in your neighborhood, that is gold they have at the back of their truck. Get some arborist wood chips, put them in a pile, use them as mulch underneath your trees, newly planted trees everywhere. That stuff is great for the landscape, for the lawn, and for the soil. And one of those things I've learned over the years, again, I'm, I'm proud to show off my knowledge here, don't volcano that mulch up around a tree and you know exactly what i'm talking about you people that have done it or you people that have seen it (laughs) taking that mulch and just sweeping it up like a christmas tree skirt up above up against the trunk and thinking okay that's a nice little you know mound of mulch around this tree no 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 we don't do that don't do that that. talking about those georgia arborists they would be shaking their head thank you walter it's my pleasure thank you ashley Walter, I so appreciate you being a part of the show. Walter Reeves, ladies and gentlemen, from Lawn and Garden Show on Green and Growing. And he'll join me every Saturday morning with Walter Wonders, what we're observing, wondering about, even maybe prompted by you, things that you've wondered about. So getting back to that mulch conversation, though, keeping mulch at least six inches away from the trunk and the root flare that is really, really key. The roots have to have an opportunity to breathe, just like you heard Walter say. And water new trees late at night. You know, according to the Georgia Forestry Commission, believe it or not, ideally, you want to water between 10 p.m. and 6 a.m. new trees. So that's that's something if you're a night owl, maybe something you could do. Uh, early morning, close to the drip line as well. So the drip line, for those of you who aren't sure, when you plant a tree... And the branches reach all the way out. The tips of the branches, if you just go straight down to the ground, that's the drip line around the tree. Some tree growth requirements. Walter, you and I just talked about this, but things they need, very basic, just like things you and I need. Sunlight, water, pretty comfortable temperatures, soil, and nutrients, all of those things. So trees that require sunlight, maybe full sun, that's more or less what what we refer to as a tree's shade tolerance. Okay, so like quince, we talked about quince last half hour, full sun, loves full sun. Other trees, not so much. An understory tree could be a dogwood that's not really in full sun. Sufficient water. In general, mature trees require about one inch of rainfall over the entire root zone every seven to 10 days through the growing season, March through October, really key to keep things watered so they don't get stressed out in the summertime. Moderate temperatures, of course, we have no control over that. Well-drained soils. When planting a tree, it's best to backfill the hole with loose native soil and no amendments. And we had Joe Lample on the show last week, and he preaches this. When you dig a nice new hole for a tree, 
you think you want to put the best nutrition in there. And really, that's against the best practices. Because think about it, when the roots go outside of that nice, comfortable, snug little hole where it's all healthy and nutritious, things like that, and then they hit that Georgia red clay, that's really going to hamper the root growth of a tree. So really no amendments. Just backfill it with the, you know, if, if you are planting a Georgia red clay, break it up, maybe add some some different amendments to the soil a little bit just to soften up that red clay, but really make sure it's loose and adequate nutrients for it to become established. So something to think about when you're out shopping for trees. 644 on green and growing, 95.5 WSB. I think right now I'm going to interrupt my train of thought. I want to give away the weekend prize pack. I just want to go ahead and do that. Reward the listeners that are up early in the 6 o'clock hour. It is a pair of tickets to see the Beach Boys on February 26th. I think that's next week at Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. That'll be a fun show. And Justin will take caller number three right now. But you have to call the prize line 404-741-0750. Dial fast. So, David, out in Tucker, hey, I'm sorry you're on this line. You can't win the Beach Boys tickets. Is that okay? Uh, well, if I say no, it ain't going to help. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So, how are you, my friend? What's going on? Oh, doing fine. I think it's a little below 31 out here in Tucker. Yeah, it's chilly. Um, it was 28 when I left the house this morning. Not not fun. Yeah. Um, Barbary. That's what I'm looking at. Um, no, say that again. Uh, David, your phone's cutting out. What about Barbary? Oh, uh, what can you tell me about Barbary shrubs? Because um, I, I picked one up on a clearance just oh, the other day. Okay. And, and uh, if I recall correctly, its big outstanding characteristic, other than the growth particularly big, is um, a particular scent associated with it. Um, and I didn't know when that occurs or is it constant or... I I don't really know about them having a scent necessarily, but there are way more advantages to Barbary than disadvantages. We'll put it that way. There are so many different color varieties. I mean, you could have anywhere from purples and reds to yellows and greens. And a lot of people, you know, boxwoods are kind of overdone in the landscape. And Barbary is a good substitute for a boxwood because it grows a little more uniformly and it fills in so well. It's so dense. It makes a good, um, like border, you know, like a dense shrub kind of like you would have a foundation shrub, just a line of, you know, if you see just a continuous line of, of barberries. And one of the things, too, some do have thorns. They do have a reputation, A, for just being out of control, and, and B, some have thorns, but some don't. Um, so you do want to check with maybe your local nursery or your extension office first to see which are the invasive types, but generally you can get the types and plan on maybe doing a, a row of them to... Uh, to detract from deer, it can detract from foot traffic. It's if it's something you'd like on a perimeter, you know, of your landscape or something to keep people away. But generally, I mean, I if if you plant it and you like it, I would recommend getting a little more and just making a line of them. Did you just get one? Hmm. Uh, yeah, there weren't a whole lot available. I think there were maybe two on a clearance, so I got one, and I believe it. The uh, foliage, I think, is red. Okay, yeah, that's really cool. And some of the, there's one cherry bomb. There are some red varieties that bury. Um, so that, I guess, has yet to be determined. Uh, maybe you'll see in about a year from now, you know, a little less than a year, if yours is a bearing variety or not. But I'm going to go with, I like them. 
Um, and, and there are so many that are grown, like I said, that aren't invasive species. So I think you'll like them. The, the thorns are going to deter, deter deer and things like that, but birds generally like them too. So definitely, mm-hmm. I think you made a good investment. Well, great. Good. All right. You're going to have fun much. with that. Thank you so much for the call, David. Always appreciate it. Coming up on 648 here on 95.5 WSB, Ashley Frasca with Green and Growing. I will be back with some things for you to do this weekend. Coming up, stay tuned. Scott Slade here on your WSB Weekend. Enjoy Green and Growing with Ashley Frasca and Dave Baker's Home Fix-It this morning on 95.5 WSB. The WSB News Team, meteorologist Kirk Mellish and I will be here Monday morning with Atlanta's Morning News. Here's Ashley. And if you miss any parts of the show or perhaps you want to go back and listen to the first three shows of Green and Growing, I have some exciting news. We usually direct you to wsbradio.com. You go to the on-demand section and you can listen back to most of our shows, all the hosts Monday through Friday and the weekend shows in the on-demand section of WSB Radio. But now Green and Growing is on Spotify, Google Play, and you can subscribe to it in the podcast um, app of your Apple iPhone. So that's really exciting. I love that. And not only can you go back and listen to all three hours commercial free, but also the different segments and interviews that I do. One of my favorites so far, it's only been four weeks, folks, but one of my favorites was uh, Becca Radomsky-Bish of the Cornell Lab of Ornithology. She called in from New York. We had a great conversation, like 30 minutes, okay? And I could only put maybe 12 or 13 on the air on the show that I did about birding. So um, the whole 30-minute conversation, though, was really fascinating. They're doing some cool stuff up in New York at Cornell. So things like that, like long-form interviews. You can go and listen to all of that either on demand on wsvradio.com or now on Spotify and Google Play. That is pretty exciting. So coming up, the weather's exciting too because we're kind of over all of the rain. So the forecast brought to you by Finley Roofing today, mostly sunny, a high of around 55, lows dipping back around freezing around the low 30s overnight into tomorrow, increasing cloudiness in the afternoon, highs in the upper 50s and lows hovering around the mid 40s and the rain returns, unfortunately, Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. So plan accordingly. Green, green and growing. Ashley Frasca's top three things to do this weekend. So this is a pretty quick and an easy list. We don't want to make it overwhelming for you. Things to be doing out in your landscape or in your yard this weekend. First of all, you can reduce the size of your butterfly bush by two-thirds to one-half. Encourage new growth and big blooms for the summer and just tidying things up a bit. And last weekend, I told you it's a good time to prune roses, too, so you're still not too late, especially knockouts, if those are still just scraggly and unsightly. Second, tidy things up with maybe a two to three inch layer of mulch. You can use pine nuggets as well, pine bark nuggets. That acts as a blanket to the roots and it helps prevent weeds, of course. We know those are going to start popping up pretty soon and also helps the soil retain moisture. So, and number three, plant a tree this weekend. You can plant many of them because we celebrated Georgia Arbor Day yesterday and there's still events throughout the weekend. Georgia Forestry Commission put together a pretty cool list. Some of the events, a lot of them happened yesterday. But today, if you're in the Decatur area, there's free bicentennial trees, Columbus Arbor Day celebration that happens this morning, Savannah, I would love to be in Savannah, Tree Foundation Arbor Day that goes on tomorrow, and Dahlonega's got an Arbor Day celebration as well this weekend, so there's a lot going on. 
404-872-0750 is the number. Want to congratulate Daryl out in Snellville. He won the tickets to see the Beach Boys next week, and tickets are on sale for that show at the Cobb Energy Performing Arts Center at Ticketmaster.com. So coming up later in the show, very soon here, Celebrity Gardener. That's kind of a fun segment I get to do in the 7 o'clock hour every Saturday. Channel 2 Action News meteorologist Brian Monahan. He took over for Karen Mittens in the mornings and works with me. We get a 4 a, 4.30 a.m. start Monday through Friday. He's going to join us in studio, and we'll chat a little bit about Georgia gardening and what he loves about this state. And also, I have guests from Georgia Power They're promoting a campaign right now, Right Tree, Right Place. We want to educate you on proper planting of trees and maybe save you a little bit of money, too. And in the 8 o'clock hour, I want your tree questions. Stump the Arborist, Joe Burgess, certified arborist, going to be in studio answering your questions. 404-872-0750. We'll be back on Green and Growing. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.